I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. Necronomicon Ex Mortis, the book of the dead. Your move, creep. He didn't get out of the cop, the duty car! I have something to say. It's better to burn out than to fade away. After recording this episode, we posted on Instagram saying found footage horror was our next topic and we asked what are your favorite found footage horror movies and here are some of the responses. Talk Horror to me said definitely Blair Witch all the way. Civic TV 83 said Cannibal Holocaust. Jasmine underscore 476 said Grave Encounters 1 and 2. I am Chris Breeze said VHS. Julie Schaefer said, Hey friend, I love this question. Although this flick wasn't a traditional found footage movie, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1973. This classic horror is one of the first super successful movies to contain the fictional based-on-true-events crawl. It also leaned into POV shots, naturalistic lighting, and all-too-real sets filled with real bones, insect horrors, and rotting meat. The HXOSTXO said, I can't pick just one. <laughs> I'm the biggest found footage horror fan in the world. So, those are some of the comments. Now, let's listen to see if some of these picks are in Lauren R's. Five favorite fright flicks. Hello and welcome to Shocking Things. I'm John. And I'm Laura. And we're going to discuss uh, a popular subgenre of horror films called found footage. It started to really become popular, I'd say, around 99 with the Blair Witch Project. And Laura and I, here and there, we see movies, streaming services, and we'll look and see. And some of them pique our interest, and we'll read reviews, or we'll see advertisements for it. So this is the idea, you know, the, the basis on why we're doing this. Now, Laura, do you want to start with your number five? Yeah, so for number five, I have Creep from 2015, and this film kind of made my list by default, um, only because I couldn't pick five that I absolutely loved, mm -hmm. but this one was okay. Uh, the first thing I noticed about it, it was filmed really well, as some uh, found footage movies are too shaky for me. Yeah, yep. Like the, the Blair Witch. I felt yes, like it was too shaky. Which is what really started the popularity in the modern era, right? Right. Yep. And um, uh, I'll let you go. No, so I also uh, found myself wondering at points if it was worth sticking with it. Because I wanted to, like, get up and, like, wash a dish or do something. But then a, something would pull me back into the movie. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of a downside of it. But a plus. It does start off a little slow. I agree with you. And this is a movie uh, friends of ours have talked about for years. And then we just finally just said, all right, let's watch it. There's a buzz about it. You know, there's been one for found footage movies. So yeah, that's for why a while. And I actually heard that Creep 2 was better. I have to apologize. I haven't watched yes. Creep 2 yet. The, well, it's not, hey, Laura, <laughs> there's so many horror movies that come out on a daily basis. So we can't watch everything, right? Oh, right. But who's to know <laughs> that I that wouldn't have made, yes. you know, a better Pick. But we'll check that out, though. Yeah, so the acting was very, very good. Um, Mark Duplis yes. played the creep, mm -hmm. and he was creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, and this, I mean, Degree Lore, we probably shouldn't give away too many spoilers because we want to encourage people to watch these movies probably with this list. I don't know what your opinion is. Oh, okay, so I'll agree with that because usually when I ask you, you're like, no, we don't care. Well, I, I think for this, I think we shouldn't because some of these, um, if we tell you what happens at the end, you're kind of like, oh, well, we kind of ruined it. But I think for this type of segment, it's uh, it's something you should really watch because we're encouraging our top five. Uh, what else do you want right, to say, Laura? So basically, I'll say that um, this film has so many red red flags from mm -hmm. the creep, and the main character overrides these flags so many times that you just want to jump through the screen and like, can't you see that he's crazy? So is that too many? No, no, no. I mean, because I mean, he's manipulative, right? It was like the way you could, yeah. Right, good description of uh, the main character. Very much so. And the main character has his intuition is like, heck no, but he proceeds to keep messing around with this yeah. guy. So I guess I'll leave it there. Um, it was it was a pretty good watch. Yeah, and the premise is a man hires someone to document uh, his life, basically, right? Right. So, yeah, and like I said, I don't want to, but once good you... Good ending. Yes, once you get... It's like it start once it starts to pick up and you get to the end, it's one of those movies I think the ending makes the movie. It could either make or break the movie, and this one it makes the movie. It does make the movie, and I feel like this is an actual what a psychopath would do. Yes, like as opposed <laughs> yeah. to like a mainstream movie. Yeah, how extra they are. This is like exactly what might happen in real life. Okay. So what's yours? Uh, my number five is one I know you're not a big fan of, is VHS from 2012. Meh. I like it. Uh, this one is, this one has some shaky footage. It's like an anthology. It has, uh, different segments. Some are I better. I think a lot of people do like that movie. Yeah, it, it's they very, it spawned a lot of, uh, sequels. Um, probably the most notable name in there is Ty West, I'd say, for the, for the directors. Um. But yeah, I don't want to go into too much detail. If you like anthology movies and you like found footage, I'd say check this one out if you haven't already. And what do you have for number four, Laura? Alright, so for number four, The Conspiracy from 2013. Um, so this is not for you if you are looking for a full-on horror movie. Blood and gore, all that fun stuff. This is for you if you love conspiracy theories and don't mind watching a full movie with a build to a 15-minute creepy end. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it starts, it's not a horror movie until you get to the end is when things start getting, you know, towards that direction. But I thought it was a very good film. You know, the production value, everything about it, the acting, I thought it was very, very well done. It was very good, and it, and it focuses, the conspiracy theory, and it focuses around the government. And this topic riles me up, as John will know. Like, I, I go crazy when I watch it because some of this stuff is so hard not to believe. Obviously, uh, I think a lot of this movie was exaggerated for the purpose of the movie. Mm -hmm. But it's there's still facts in there that will rile you up if you are like me. Um, but, yeah, if you like conspiracy theories, watch it. You'll love it. I agree. I definitely agree with you on that. Because I'm not the biggest into that stuff. And I was watching it with you. And I, was, I wasn't I was bored. I just kept watching and watching. I wanted, oh, to, see, wanted to see what was going to happen next. You know? 
my number four is one uh, <laughs> we're actually just watching this again last night uh, The Visit from 2015 from N. Night Shyamalan um, his movies are hit or miss do you agree Laura? I agree. I either really like them or I think they're really terrible. This yeah. one I like. It didn't really feel like one of his typical movies. Do you agree? I agree with you. And and I have... Uh, what? I was so disappointed when I went to see The Village. Oh, yeah, yeah. The way because... The and way he's, it was marketed as yes. a horror movie. And I was so disappointed in that movie. Yeah. And then Lady in the Water. The, yeah, I thought that was just a terrible like it was like a fairy tale type movie i just couldn't get into that movie whatsoever yeah but he he's got some good he's got some gems the visit was pretty good i'll agree with you yeah and this is another one that he's known so this isn't a spoiler his trademark is twist endings uh, and absolutely. that that and this one the way it ends i thought was was really really just it was thought-provoking you watch it like wow this is really it's very creepy if you thought about how this really happened in real life um yeah because the grandparents were acting cuckoo yes yeah yeah don't want to give too much away if you haven't seen it but um yeah because it, it has um well i don't think that's much of a giveaway that the kids go to visit their grandparents yeah they show this the in the trailer time, yeah never met them before yep and and yeah and then uh some mishaps ensue um and the, my favorite scene, I'm not going to, like I said, no spoilers, but it involves a dirty diaper. I knew you were going to say that. that. that, that this is, this is uh, besides the ending, the, the dirty diaper scene, uh, that's all I have to say. So I'm not going to go into too much detail. But, uh, but yeah, so definitely. Uh, that would be your favorite scene. It, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's hysterical. So we yeah, definitely uh, give it a chance if you haven't seen it already. Now, what's next on your list, Laura? Okay, so uh, Quarantine is my next pick. I talked about this in episode four as also an outbreak movie mm -hmm. because it falls in both categories. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to talk too much about it. Basically, a television reporter and her cameraman are quarantined inside an apartment building by the CDC. And it's a, the American version of Wreck, right? Like the, the remake of it? It is the remake of Wreck and... On another note, I have never seen Wreck before, which, again, I may I like have, that better. I have. See, and usually I like the original versions better. I actually like the American version of Quarantine better, actually. Okay, interesting. I would still like to check it out. And, yeah, and no, try. I mean, it's... I heard it's a scene-by-scene. Scene. It's pretty much the same movie, same. just different actors. And I also heard Wreck was more grainy, whereas this is a yeah, little the production, more Hollywood. Yeah, 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 well, the production values weren't as top-notch. But, yeah, but it's... They're both good. It's almost like Let Me In, Let the Right One In. If you've ever seen both versions of that, you know, the... I uh, did, yeah. And now the original, I think, is much better than the Agreed. American version, you know. But I just have... But, hey, we all have our different opinions. But, yeah, I, I thought Quarantine was a very good movie. Uh, my number three is... It's what I... Like, I don't know why, like, it never really seems to, like, make lists or people think about it uh, for found footage... Even though I think the original title for it was Foul Footage Sinister from 2012. Oh. Is that fully a found footage Well, movie? because he finds... Uh, I agree. I know what you're saying, but I don't think it counts. I, you know why? Because I was thinking about The Descent. 
all the yeah, the thing is like this is another thing Laura and I we talked about this before like the whole found footage category is you can argue what's found footage what isn't and we could nitpick as I said to her before like well is quarantine really found footage they're filming it live no one's finding a, a tape or no they are because everybody oh here's spoilers but somebody has to find the footage to watch it. I well, later, but live. later, but later, yeah. But so, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You can kind of argue if you wanted to, but that's what I'm saying. Like, this is all... All right, how about footage? Yeah, yeah, we'll just call it footage. <laughs> footage. footage movies. We'll, we won't call this a found footage episode, just footage, <laughs> so that every movie ever made can be put in the camera. No, you can put that there, Sinister is extremely creepy. It was a Ethan Hawke who plays the main character, and he finds where he buys a house, and he finds, like... VHS tapes, right, in his attic. Yes. And, or is it 8 million? I, I haven't seen it in a while. We haven't seen it since it, it came out in the theater, so 2012. I don't know either. I'm disagreeing with you. Yeah. We find some type of yeah. tapes in his Yeah, attic. so he, yeah, and he, start, and he starts watching <laughs> the footage, <laughs> and, you know, and that's the basis of it. And it's very, certain scenes in there are very, very creepy. Incredibly creepy. Yes. That's on, yeah, my top 20, maybe, of creepiest ever yeah i mean the the Not main the, the main like you know like it. you know uh that, that the sinister character is very very creepy looking the way he looks right yeah i like to say it like like vibes that mm -hmm. that's on my creepy list but uh the only reason why this isn't ranked higher is i didn't really like the ending when we talk about movies ending can make and break a movie i wasn't really crazy about the ending i thought it could have been better i don't know if you remember too much about it laura I don't, but I, I just do remember that the the footage was freaky. Yes. The movie as a whole wasn't my favorite. Yeah, and it was just like, and then once it you got to the ending, it. I was like, ah, they could have done a better job with it, you know. Oh. The sequel was good. The Sinister 2 sequel, I thought. That was, I thought that was, uh, the ending in that was done a little better than this. But uh, I really thought overall it was a strong movie, so that's why it, it made my list. Okay. And now what do you have next, Laura? As above, so below. If you have not seen this movie, I recommend it completely. And this isn't your number two pick? Number two. Yeah. So it takes place in the catacombs in Paris. And basically, there's a historian in search of a philosopher's stone, which has the key to eternal life, buried somewhere in the catacombs. Mm -hmm. um, so the idea of a little bit of real possible history, or made-up history, mixed with fiction, yeah. intrigues me. I'm sure there's not a Philosopher's Stone. I know it's it's a burial ground in the 18th and 19th century, mm -hmm. I think. That's where the catacombs are. It, this is where it has all the skulls and everything, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the real the, the photographs and everything. It, it looks really crazy. But yeah, I've never seen the movie. You've talked about it. I know that's another highly ranked one for the found footage. Yeah, know, and for films. good reason. Yeah. Um, it takes a, I wouldn't, well, I won't call it a twist, but it does take a turn that I didn't expect it would. And it's very subtle. There's maybe one jump scare that worked, and they don't show too much, which I have a problem with. Once you show me too much, I'm not scared of it. Sometimes less is more. It all depends on what type of movie. I mean, if you're watching a slasher movie, the whole point is you want to see a bunch of mayhem, right? A bunch Absolutely. of body parts. But something more psychological, you don't want to see that. Absolutely. So the, um, let me see. There was parts in here that reminded me of uh, Silent Hill, like some of the music. Oh, okay. Like how it, when things would turn dark in Silent Hill, mm -hmm. that's how it kind of went for me. Okay. And what else? And then I compared it to like, um, 
the Goonies, but are really dark. Oh, because they're like searching Goonies. for something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's an adventure film. You're on an adventure with these, um, this cast of people who are in search, and it's fun. Right. Until have, it's not fun, and then it's. I do have to check it out because you've been talking about this for a while, and I, so I definitely have to check that out. Uh, my number two is another one we just recently watched. We rewatched because we both agree this was a really, really good found footage film. Is Hell House LLC from 2015. Uh, this is another friend recommendation. Nate is the one he kept talking about when this first came out. It's like, you gotta see this, you gotta see this. And we slept on it. And like, alright, we'll watch it. And then we saw it. It's like, oh man, this is really... I, I thought it was really, really well done. Uh, the, the premise is, five years after unexplained malfunction caused the death of 15 tour goers and staff on the opening night of a Halloween haunted house tour, a documentary crew travels back to the scene of the tragedy to find out what really happened. So this is like a haunted attraction, and this is and there's a fire. So it, it goes into, and that's what the found footage is kind of looking into this. And uh, there are some very, very creepy scenes. We're just going to mention a clown character, right? A clown yeah. dummy. So, uh, um, all right, well, I guess I have to interject because it's my number one. Okay, well, it's, that's... <laughs> this is a found footage movies and all found footage movies. If you watch one, I'm going to recommend Hell House. I know you have another oh, yeah, number yeah. one pick, but... Please watch this movie. I am disturbed every time I watch it. There is definitely creepy clown characters. <laughs> and I don't know how they did it because this is another subtly done movie. And There's nothing major, no big budget. No, very I, small, yeah, unknown actors. Yeah. And you mentioned, and I didn't think about it until you said it, how even the music is very simple, but it's effective with the piano. That's being played throughout the movie. Yep, even the soundtrack is very, very simple, very effective. Um, and I like how they mixed it with, uh, they tried to make like a true story out of it. Mm -hmm. This is something that really happened in New York, so they mixed some uh, footage of interviews. Yeah, with people yeah, talking about the, the whole story and the legend of it. Yes, and it caught the tenseness, so it would go back and forth, and I felt that added a lot. And the name is supposed to be what the the, the the haunted attraction was, the Abaddon Hotel, right? And then what's the Abaddon mean? Like your grave? Something along those lines, right? Oh, uh, Realm of... Realm. Oh, I might make that up. Realm yeah, of the Dead. Yeah, something along... Cause, cause when I we, just made up tenseness. Yeah, because so when we okay. saw the movie, it said, well, Abaddon's a real word, so there's got to be like some... That's kind of like a, a a clue, right, as to why they, they named it that. But yeah, definitely, and this is one that they made uh, two sequels... Uh, Laura and I both agree two wasn't that great, but three was very good. Three was good. You know, not very good. Very good. I, well, you know what it is? Because two really was like so lackluster that three was so much better that it, I think that's what it is, right? Well, yeah, but they still, nothing compares to number one. Yeah. You will be thoroughly creeped out. Yeah, definitely. For, for found footage, it's definitely, it's definitely up there. And now my number one... And Laura, uh, this is definitely, it's not on the, her list because it was too disturbing, I think. Cannibal Holocaust from 1980. I will never watch that movie again. <laughs> and this movie, definitely, it still holds up. Do you agree, Laura, as being disturbing? Yeah, even I have a cutoff point, and that is my cutoff. 
this movie, I mean, the only, like, especially in this different time we live in now, they, you know, they, they, they just, they kill animals in there, like, uh, like a, a turtle gets ripped apart and to did, eat. Didn't they get sued because people thought it was real? They had to go to court. Because it looks, this is the thing about this movie, it looks so realistic, especially at the time. You gotta remember, 1980s, it was filmed, what, in 79? You know, there's no CGI, anything like that. It's all practical effects, and and there's certain scenes, like there's one girl that's like impaled on a pole. They just filmed it a certain way that people thought she was really dead. And they had to really get these people, this, the the cast and had to go to court and all this to prove that they're still alive and these people weren't dead. <laughs> I mean, which is really, really crazy. And that's one of the reasons why it's, it's my number one pick because it's, it's really, it's really crazy. I just can't recommend that to anybody because it was uh, traumatizing. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, they're supposed to be going to the, the Amazon rainforest uh, a documentary crew and then the the crew is missing and this is the footage that they find and that's what the movie is uh definitely it's a italian director ruggiero diodato is the is the man involved in it so uh definitely uh if you're not too squeamish check it out right laura mm-hmm. um now, Laura, do you have any... We talked before, you said you weren't sure. Do you have any honorable mentions for one that didn't make the list or not really? No, I, I didn't look into it that far. Okay. Um, we. This is the one thing we talked about. We're not fans of this movie, but The Blair Witch Project from 1999. I have to give it an honorable mention in the sense that this really did... Bring um, back. Yeah, it, it started... Yeah, it started this whole resurgence of found footage where it never really picked up and got big and that really started uh, having people get involved in it. Uh, that movie, when it came out, uh, I always say, like, the brilliant thing about that movie is the marketing. The movie itself, if you just didn't know anything about it, you put it in, it's really not a great movie. Do you agree, Laura? No, I, I really don't enjoy it. Yeah, if you just put it in, and I remember when it came out in the theaters, uh, people were vomiting in the theaters because or were they no no they really were they really were, they really were because I, re- I remember this happened someone i knew personally went and it says someone next to him did just because the, the camera was shaking not because it was disturbing oh, I... no no in that sense because it was like so shaky okay so i was and they, right on and they saw it on the big screen okay. and they were close to the screen yeah and then uh this happened in other theaters yeah it's hard to enjoy and so, yeah, that's what it was. Not that anything was really disturbing in the movie, but no. some people couldn't handle that. Props for making it, though. I mean, I thought the um, the aspect of the witch in the woods was a, was a good concept. Though. Yeah. I would have enjoyed to see a better movie like that. Yeah, no, and <laughs> yes. And then the, the one of the characters, he kicks... Cause, so if you go on this pilgrimage, you're going to really throw this map. He said he kicked it in the lake. Do you remember that part? I don't remember it at yes, all. Yes, because that, cause that's one thing that stood out to me. They're like, okay, they're getting lost in the woods. He goes, like, I kicked it. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this is before GPS and smartphones, and you're going to really throw a map away? Yeah, no. The, yeah, only, that... the only part I really remember is that the one that they play all the time with the girl, and the, they make fun of it with the snot, crying. Oh, that, the yeah, there's one scene that's on the... That's the, everywhere. Yeah, the the cover of like the VHS and everything, 
the girl, uh, what's her name, Sarah, I think, I can't remember. But that, that's a good point you have, how popular this movie was. I've never seen anything at that time parodied so much. If you watch, like, <laughs> late night talk shows, they parodied it. Parody it. Like, it was, like, non-stop, right? All these, like, all these movies. All the time. So, yeah, at that time, it was, like, amazing how, how many people would parody that. Um, but, yeah, the marketing, I remember when it came out, they had this this series on uh, Sci-Fi Channel, and they acted like this was a real occurrence, this whole Blair Witch thing. They set up a fake website, and people didn't know at the time. They thought this was all real until right before the movie came out, it was exposed. I think it was, like, Entertainment Weekly, I read. Oh, wow. But yeah, but for the long and I, I remember I had to tell people they're like, oh yeah, but it's real, it's real footage. I'm like, no, it's fake, and they didn't believe me. They thought I was making that up. I, I said no. I said it was just a great marketing campaign. Like no, 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 it was real, it was real. It was real. Yeah, they really believed it. I'm like whatever, I'm not gonna argue with you. So but hey, yeah. well, they made the money they wanted to, I guess. So. And I at the because I remember when they made it, they sold it for nothing. They sold it uh, for like thirty thousand dollars, and it made. Who knows how many millions? I don't yeah. even, and and then I remember uh, the guy involved in it, the director. He never really went out to much after that. He did a TV show called Freaky Links. Did you ever see that, Laura? Wasn't very good. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, that never really went anywhere. But yeah, so that's uh, so that's my honorable mention, just because it really did get the whole thing going with found footage and showing. With some people, if you do have no budget, you could still make a good movie. And the dishonorable mention is another uh, film that came out that uh, sparked popularity again after Blair Witch, uh, Paranormal Activity in 2007, but I think in a negative way. It was, it had a marketing campaign. We've talked about this in previous episodes before. And it was it was a good campaign. How it wasn't a wide release movie because it was lower budget, and you had to do uh, I can't remember what they call the thing, eventful or something like that. You had to kind of like vote for it to come to your town, and it was kind of like a special event to actually see this when you finally did. But then we did see it. We both thought it was a pretty terrible movie. Yeah, and I think we did talk about this in a previous episode as well. It's like horror for newbies. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not really good. It's very simplistic. It's an entry film. I mean, there's a couple, like, literally, like, two good scenes maybe in the film. Yeah, it's not all bad. But, like I say, it's an entry film. If you've but, never seen anything and you like to dip in, it, it wasn't the worst. But, it's uh... for us. Yeah, and it spawns, in my opinion, some bad, bad found footage films. Just because, figure, oh, well, this was big and... Anybody can make it now if right. you have no budget. And that's that's the reason why I, I'm kind of negative on that. So those are our picks. Thank you for listening. Screaming and screaming! Here are some of the movies we discussed and what platforms they are streaming on. On Netflix, you can find Creep from 2014. And As Above, So Below, also from 2014. On Sony Crackle, you can find Quarantine from 2008. On Tubi, you can find The Conspiracy from 2017, which is also on Amazon Prime. And Hell House LLC 
from 2015, and the film VHS. On Chiller Thriller, available on Roku units, The Visit from 2015 is on there, and on Shudder, you can find Cannibal Holocaust from 1980. I may be 13, may not live in the hood, may not carry no chrome, may not be allowed a cell phone at dinner, but I'm young and can do 18 push-ups and I speak the truth. My sister tried to make a film about old people feeling dismay, but it didn't turn out that way. She hit the screen and killing got vomited in her face. Chunks in her hair from a stew, but she washed them out with herbal essence, body, envy shampoo. So here's a few things T. Domin learned from visiting elders. Adult diapers come in many a name. There's a tens, it depends, a medline, and prevail, but they all the same. They keep your muscles spilling out and they keep it contained. So here's the truth. I got messed up with a killer who's truly insane. I will try not to refrain, try to overcome cut my pain cause one day it will get me my fame like 50 cent getting shot and being lame you see i got a diaper shoved in my face for half an hour i thought it was over i thought i'd be under the ground growing fall leaf clover some dude blown over me with a mower but that's not what happened you see cause all went all mental i was like mel gibson at the end of a lethal weapon rental i'm straight now i'm not gonna lie for three weeks that diaper left me like a basket case i had to use two hold of bars on my face and one last thing and i don't mean to say again but the truth is Shit doesn't taste like chicken. Oh, Shania Twain, bitches! If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to it on. Also, please share this podcast with others. To follow us on Instagram, please go to shocking.things.podcast. And to like us on Facebook, it's at shockingthingspodcast. Our email is shockingthingspodcast at gmail.com, and you can leave a voice message that's located in the show notes. And until next time, try and enjoy the daylight.